Thank you for downloading this episode of our podcast. Hi, and welcome to the podcast for Solomon Staircase Masonic Lodge number 357, where we talk about all things related with Freemasonry, including hermetic teachings, philosophy, reason, spirituality, and much more. We're located in Buena Park, Southern California. Tune in as we continue to update our podcast with informative talks and articles for Masons worldwide and those who would like to inquire within. Following is the Master's Message from the November 2022 Trestle Board, written by Charles Hayes. Giving thanks. I wish to first extend a hearty congratulations to our newly raised Master Mason, Brother Randy Melvin James Briggins. Welcome to the fraternity, my brother. I know already that you will be an asset to our lodge. Secondly, I wish to report that the 173rd annual communication was very enlightening and enjoyable. Our junior warden, Brother Shivam Sharma, Worshipful Brother Aaron Reddick, acting as our PM representative, and yours truly, were presented with some interesting pieces of legislation to consider. This is a process that I hope many of you will have the opportunity to experience, as there were not only about 1,000 Masons from California, but also Grandmasters and representatives of other jurisdictions present as well. Seems like everywhere we went around the Knob Hill area, you were bound to run into a group of brothers. As we enter this season of Thanksgiving, we are reminded of all the natural as well as the man-made reasons for our deep-seated thoughts of gratitude and giving. Charity, as you all know, is a cornerstone of Freemasonry. Brother Cooley has set the bar high with this canned food drive and is demonstrating Masonic charity and giving. Also, just this past week, a Masonic widow reached out to us to get a storage container cleared out. Three past masters, including the sitting master and district inspector, were joined by two master masons and two entered apprentices, and we knocked it out for her. You leave with a special feeling of warmth and gratitude in your heart, and kind of even wish you could do it again next week. The brothers worked together with neither envy, discord, nor confusion. Only who best could work and best agree. An example, my brothers, worthy of all imitation. This month, I hope to see all of you at the November Stated Meeting, as it is the time when we elect the officers of our lodge for the ensuing Masonic year. It is a ritual that we perform once a year at the November Stated Meeting. Please join us, won't you? In closing, I would like to thank the officers and brethren from 357 and others that participated in Brother Randy's third degree. As is customary, the candidate was overwhelmed. You all came through at the last minute anyway, and we exemplified the work to the satisfaction of the master's officer's coach as well as the inspector. Nice work, my brothers. It was also special for me as I didn't portray my usual senior deacon work in the second section, but chose to go gavel to gavel in the east as my swan song. I hope that future masters of 357 will, from time to time, take up this lost practice. As we give thanks and praise this month, let us not forget our members in good standing as well as our Masonic widows. The holidays are tough for many who have no one other than their Masonic family. Finally, as we approach Veterans Day, let us not forget the price that many of them have paid in the service to our great country, and let's make sure we thank them for their service and keep them in our thoughts and prayers. Have a safe and festive Thanksgiving. Charles Hayes. The following article was written by John McCarger, who was the senior warden at the time. Thankfulness. We exhibit our ultimate thankfulness when we acknowledge through our prayers our dependence on the living Creator, God, and Supreme Being. We do so by being grateful for the life that has been given to us and for the beneficial things we've received, even those that are unseen and unknown beyond any of our efforts, 
and certainly for the many joys that everyone has experienced. To experience the miracles of eyesight and hearing, thought and feeling, taste and sensation, motion and expression, each one individually or together, is not easily explained without an understanding of an external and divine origin. These mysteries alone are enough to give thanks with every breath. And equally important, we are thankful for the loved ones and close individuals who have stood by us and actually cared for us, made our lives better, and offered friendship, advice, and love without compensation, be it spouse, friend, partner, teacher, or parent, and not necessarily because we deserved it, because we haven't. Most of us reading this have had an abundance of goodness in our lives, even if there has been painful setbacks and sorrows, even failings and tragic circumstances. This we know to be true. All of it has given us reason to ascend toward a greater faith and hope and charity of heart because we have also been on the receiving end from these august values. We also know we possess the spirit and audacity within us to get back up and carry on. To brave frightening news or dire circumstances requires faith, a faith that is a mystery, but is always available to the grateful believer. The weighing scale still falls heavily for the predominant cornucopia of good in our lives surrounding us and not because of our own doing, although we are called to be good and true. And so who or what is it that has provided us with our minds, bodies, and souls to do as we wish? We know we must acknowledge a creator of the universe. There is no better approach or understanding. Even physical science is approaching a cul-de-sac to a materialist, answer to everything theory. I must also note that this nation we inherited has delivered more of this cornucopia of blessings to so many here and around the world, by untold millions of dedicated and heroic people that even the worst of her errors cannot ever be erased. Yet, some may say that many good people, too many, have suffered unthinkable atrocities and offenses, grinding poverty, shocking violence, injustice and corruption, and certainly debilitating illnesses. All of these, either personally, here, or across the globe, and in all ages, are known to us. How are these unfortunate souls to be thankful? The toll of mankind's appalling cruelties towards innocence and to one another, with the appetite for greed, pride, domination, and conflict, is enough evidence of a great deficit needing forgiveness and humility. The absence of them is apparent in many settings today. This is also a heavy weight on the scales, and the compensation for those who endured so much pain can only be borne by the living in their steadfast unity to resist all tyranny, lies, injustices, and malfeasance wherever found even within their own circles of influence. None are exempt. You see, my brothers and friends, the ideal of subduing our passions, the negative ones, has everything to do with gratefulness and thankfulness. It has never been of chief importance in terms of what we do in our respective occupations, or having material accumulations, or what our status is amongst others may be, but it is rather how much we care that the highest values of a civil, respectful, reverent, and educated society are perpetuated and spread by everyone, and that we try to be more selfless wherever the opportunity arises, at home and in the lodges, especially amongst Masons. The nobility of the true self comes from the internal qualifications we are said to possess that allows us to enter the lodge, to develop it further, and to follow after those who have given so much to others. John McCarger, Senior Warden. The following article is written by Shivam Sharma, who was our Junior Warden at the time. Giving thanks. When we hear a single negative thing, we at least damage five positive memories. We live in the past mostly with the present already turned into the past by the time we analyze it. Lest there be no tomorrow, 
so seeking gratitude in every way is the key to peace. Starting the day with love and joy in your heart has a better chance of fulfillment that day. Each problem is a challenge posed to us to make us stronger and more intelligent. When someone does a positive thing for us, they are bringing us into the present, which is the objective of life, to stay in present and not the past. This raises awareness, and we end up giving thanks for pulling us out of the eulogy of the past. One must enjoy resolving their problems, which are made possible by being aware and causing awareness. This is possible by showing gratitude and by giving thanks. The fear of loneliness made us create all social setups and religions to avoid falling into the grip of darkness. Giving thanks is like holding someone's hand so they are not afraid of being taken away by the black hole of loneliness. The annual convention of Freemasons in California held from October 21st to 23rd was a gesture of giving thanks. Relations that arise out of fear of being lonely are not blissful experiences. Fear is everywhere, which we at times call love. The need for others disappears when the sufficiency is there. We do everything to avoid loneliness in the same way that we fall for temptations. Freemasonry in the state of California is not just another club that charges fees for camaraderie and brotherhood. It goes far beyond what that with Masonic Outreach Services. Service to mankind is service to God. Having care management, financial services, referral services, and a lifelong relationship provided to the dwellers by offering companionship is the best way of giving thanks. The third weekend of October from the 21st to the 23rd was such a similar experience where about 1,200 Masons got together in the congregation to show a unified and strong gesture of giving thanks. The downtown of San Francisco, with its topsy-turvy pathways and steepness of streets, realized the positivity of brotherhood and will memorize the evenings full of Masons walking by and spreading the light of gratitude. The water stalled in the East Bay when the footsteps marched to be sharp on time in a show of support in giving thanks to an institution above and beyond. Giving Thanks Whether you are thanking someone or telling them how much you appreciate them for what they do, it is good to say and good to hear. The question is whether we say it enough or too much. Can it ever be too much? I would argue that it can be, but it takes a long time to get there. I would say we tend not to say it enough. When and why would we get to that point? When we start taking for granted the things that people do. Your spouse washing the clothes and cleaning the house, your significant other making dinner, your partner holding the door for you. Those things that you have just come to accept as needing to be done, instead of being thankful, they are done. Take a look around and see how much you have to be grateful for and thank the person responsible. Now, go one step further. Not only tell the person thank you, but tell that person how much you appreciate what they do. Thankfulness is your inner feeling. It is how you feel for what you received. Appreciation is for the other person. If you tell them you appreciate them and what they did and why, you now get to make that person feel good too. Thank you to the members of Solomon Staircase Lodge for voting to allow me to represent the Lodge at the annual communication. I truly do appreciate the fact that the Lodge allocated funds to cover my costs while there. If not for that, I would not have been able to go. Thank you to my loving wife for all you do around the house. You keep us in clean clothes, in a clean house, and help push me to make things better for us. I appreciate that because cleaning house, I would hire a maid, and washing clothes, I'd probably just put everything in one batch and always be wearing wrinkled shirts, are not my favorite things to do. As for making things better, you know I'm a creature of habit and would just accept things as they are and not worry about it. 
but we are in a new house that is slowly becoming nicer and more comfortable because you push me to be better. Thank you to my friends and family that call, text, send cards, or swing by since we moved away. I appreciate that you think about us and keep us in the loop as to what is going on. And thank you to now past Grandmaster Jeff Wilkins for the great stogie he handed me at Grand Lodge when he found out that I didn't have one with me. I appreciate that he and his family set aside time during the year to meet me for dinner a couple of times and hang out for a good cigar afterwards. Just Jeff, not Liz, when I was in their neck of the woods on business trips. And that was the editor's note from the November 2022 Solomon Staircase Trestle Board, written by yours truly. MOS and Sabrina Montez The Masonic Homes of California embodies our fraternity's tenets of brotherly love and relief. One of its most compassionate programs is Masonic Outreach Services, which provides case management services that enable seniors to stay in their home communities. The program offers support not only for clients' physical needs, but also their social, emotional, and mental health needs. Let me share a true success story. A California Mason was living out of state, and his only connection was with his lodge. Out of concern, his lodge reached out to MOS on his behalf to start the process of applying for him to receive services in the program. The lodge played an integral role in saving their brother's life. He was living alone, and his health was directly at risk. MOS was able to travel across the country to secure housing in an assisted living community where his physical, emotional, and social needs could be met in a safe, dignified atmosphere. Without the support of his Lodge brothers, he wouldn't have found his way to safety. The MOS program transforms the lives of our clients and their families. This all happens through the compassionate work of our care managers who reside across the state and travel throughout the country to ensure the well-being of our members, their wives, and widows. I am honored to work with such dedicated healthcare professionals. Masonic Outreach Services is funded by generous gifts of Masons donating through the California Masonic Foundation. And that was written by Sabrina Montez, Executive Director, Masonic Outreach Services. Thank you for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe and leave us a comment. We enjoy hearing from our listeners. If you really like what you heard, share this podcast with your friends and lodge members. Visit us online at solomonstaircase.org.